rosy cheeks and a raucous laugh. The perpetual smile on her wide mouth never quite reached her prominent pale blue eyes. She had recently moved to the Cotswolds from London and had thrown herself into village life with great energy. She baked cakes for the Women's Institute. She delivered the Church Times. She organised parties to raise money to repair the old church. In short, she seemed indefatigable. Gloria's cottage had a thatched roof and latticed windows. The latticed windows were a recent addition, Gloria thinking that plain glass was not, well, cottagey enough. Nestling among the profusion of flowers in her garden were plastic gnomes. Inside, the living room and kitchen were decorated with many copper pans and fake horse brasses. Some bad watercolours hung on the walls. Gloria, being an enthusiastic amateur artist, if you're very good, she was fond of saying, I will give you one of my pictures. But the ungrateful villagers hoped they were never going to be considered good enough. She favoured tight dresses of shiny material over a body stocking, giving her figure a sausage-like appearance. Gloria was determined to marry again. She ruthlessly pursued the few eligible men in the village, with the exception of Jerry Tarrant, head of the parish council, who had complained about the amount of scent she wore by saying, We're supposed to get a whiff as we walk past you, not when we drive past you at sixty miles an hour. For Gloria sprayed herself daily from top to bottom in l'air du temps. Everyone hoped she would settle down, as they were used to newcomers trying to take over and immersing themselves in what they believed was village life. The vicar, Guy Enderbury, however, was delighted with her efforts. Not only had Gloria raised a healthy sum of money for the church restoration, but also she read to the elderly and took them on shopping trips. He found it hard to understand why she was becoming so unpopular and appealed to his wife. "'Clarice,' said Clarice. "'She's pushy, but it's not only that. "'She borrows things and doesn't give them back. "'When people ask for their belongings, "'she swears blind the items are her own property.' "'Such was the case. "'The items were hardly ever very expensive. "'A teapot here, a set of knives there, things like that. "'Had she not been such a formidable character, "'people would have stopped lending her things.' But when she loomed up on their doorsteps, they often weakly gave in, just wanting to be rid of her. As Agatha was drinking coffee with Mrs. Bloxby, Gloria applied another slash of red lipstick to her large mouth and headed for the cottage of Peter Suncliffe. Peter was a retired engineer and a widower. He was a tall, powerful man in his early sixties, with a good head of white hair and a craggy face. Gloria considered him top of her list as husband material. He opened the door and looked down at Gloria. What? he demanded curtly. The vicar's calling round and I'm out of sherry, said Gloria. She tried to move past him into his cottage, but he barred the way. I wondered if I could borrow a bottle. There's no need for that, said Peter. The village store is still open. Or had you forgotten? They sell sherry. Or had you forgotten that as well? And with that, he slammed the door in her face. Gloria turned away, baffled. Then she thought he was probably shy and was frightened of betraying his real feelings. 
She was just leaving when she was accosted by Jenny Soper. Jenny was also a widow, small and dainty, with a good figure and a round face with dimples under a head of curly black hair. Oh, uh, Gloria, she said, do you remember you borrowed a bag of flour from me? Do you mind replacing it? What? Oh, that. What's a bag of flour between friends? We are not friends, said Jenny. Gloria ignored her and strode on to the village stores. Jenny followed her. I'm telling you, shouted Jenny, I want you to replace that bag of flour. Buy one now and give it to me. No, I haven't enough money on me at the moment, said Gloria. Really, Jenny, you're all flushed. What a lot of fuss over a mere bag of flour. You're a greedy cow, said Jenny. I wish someone would kill